All right, I'm recording Skype. We're good to go. Mm-hmm. It's the Bob and Lou show. And we don't do many of these. I know, right? That's weird. All right, I like it. No, just kidding, Ryan. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Yeah, they're dead. They're Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in rainy New Hampshire. It's uh it's drizzling. It was cold, it's warm, it's cold, it's warm. I can't deal with it. I'm sick. I'm not sick. No, I'm just sick. But we got a special show for you guys tonight because joining me, the only one here with me today, keeping the no, I guess it's not. It's it's underground and secure location to the north. It's the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Hi. Everybody's sick here too. It's oh my going around. God, it's awful. And like <laughs> it made me think it made me think like, man, you know what would be the worst part about a zombie apocalypse? Well, a lot of stuff, but the 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 slow transformation. Like say say you got bit and like you got started getting sick or something. I would hate that, man. Like, oh, Man. Yeah, you see it in shows and movies, and it's like somebody gets bit, and they're like, "I'm okay. I got the sniffles. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay." He's like, "No, really, just I'm gonna g- give me a gun and let me go lay in a corner. I'll take care of it in a little bit." Yeah, <laughs> if this is anything what it's like, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I am not a fan. These flu-like symptoms are just nuts. Um, you'll notice that we don't hear that uh, sultry Canadian voice over over on the on the other side of the wall there, but uh, Ryan Murphy. He 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 went and got himself married. Yeah, uh, yesterday, in fact. I heard there was a lot of zombies there. No, did you? No, I didn't hear anything about zombies. No, no zombies. I think it was a zombie-free wedding. But we would like to say congratulations to Ryan Murphy. Well, I guess I could say Mr. and Mrs. Ryan Murphy. And uh, he will be back, I think, unless he uh, gets eaten by zombies. Yeah, I think he should be back for next episode. That'd be perfect. Yeah, we'll have to get his his wedding stories. Man, has there ever been a zombie outbreak at a wedding, like in a movie? Uh, I don't know about at a movie, at a wedding, but I know that I've seen brides, brides and grooms yeah. in, in in brides and grooms in zombie makeup. That would be a buzzkill. Yeah, a yeah. You know what else would be a buzzkill is a is a TV show that has a lot of potential. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, hint, hint about our topic this week. Yeah, something, something uh, we're going to be talking about that we we talked about a couple episodes ago that we were a little excited about. And uh, man, we'll we'll get into that later. We'll just we'll, first we'll break it down right into the zombie news. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Now, if you sat there and told me, hey, at this game show thing, there's this video game you know, thing in Tokyo, there's a Resident Evil shooting range, I would say, that is so awesome. What do you do? Do you shoot zombies? And then you said, no, just some targets. 
I'd say. Welcome to Japan. I'd say, oh, okay. So over at the uh, Tokyo Game Show, is that what it's called? Tokyo's Game Show yes. 2014? Yep. They had a little, um, uh, to go along with the Resident Evil Revelations thing, they had an air, airsoft gun shooting range. Now, it was cool because they had the replicas of the weapons there um, with the umbrella logo on them. What, what's that? The, uh, uh, the It had the Stars logo. The Samurai the... Edge pistol? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And uh, you, you shoot these couple training dummies and they fall back when you hit them in the head and then they come back up. But, the, I mean, it was cool. You could shoot the gun from Resident Evil, but it wasn't like it was, like, zombie cool, you know? Uh, to me, it screamed, this is Japan. We're not allowed to have guns. So, really, the fact that we're going to let you shoot an airsoft gun is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, everyone there will be like, oh, my God, no way. But, I mean, it's it's a different concept for a game show. It's kind of neat, you know? It is. Um, it, and it's, it's just a good publicity stunt. It is. What did they do one year? Wasn't there like a pool of blood or something? Resident Evil. Uh, there was like a uh, there was like a a range where you ran through a field and people shot at you or something like that, and they dressed you up like a zombie or something. Yeah. Do you remember the one though? Like, I think it was over in the UK where there was a big pool of like Jello blood or something. Oh, that's right. Through. That's right. That's right. There was a. They filled a pool full of like, uh, red confectionery liquid. Yeah. People had to. They were. Promoting it, uh, Resident Evil. Which one was it? Was it Revelations or was it Six? I can't remember. I want to say it was Six, and they were promoting it with, uh, "Here, go swimming in the is go swimming in blood." And I was like, "Yeah, that's not gonna work." The, that was so funny. I just remember, like, <laughs> okay, um, do I get anything for it? No, no. Okay, uh, <laughs> I think I'll just shoot this airsoft gun. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, Resident Evil's always got creative ways to try to promote their video games, and, um, that's pretty much the only creative thing they have lately, so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll stay off of Resident Evil for once this show. Yeah, uh. I mean, we, what we can talk about, though, is, uh, Matt Smith. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna be in Pride and Prejudice of Zombies. And for those of you that aren't familiar with Matt Smith, he is the former doctor on Doctor Who from, la- uh, from last season. And he uh, he was just reported as they are going to make Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which has actually been through a huge rewrite like two or yeah. three times. They're on like their fourth director or whatever. And now the big news is that he's been signed on to play a major role. And I don't know how I feel about it. I, I see, My problem is, is like I have the book, right? I've never read it. I've heard great things about it, but it makes me scared when you go through four directors. Yeah, and like a different casting and whatnot. Like, it's very, it has potential, right? I mean, from what I understand, the book is amazing. Have you ever read it? I have not, but mostly because I don't do uh, like the Pride and Prejudice thing. I find, uh, what's her name that wrote the, the originals, Jane Austen, find her work rather boring. Yeah. And I know it's like a rewrite of one of her books, including zombies. I guess, like, the biggest thing, though, for Matt Smith is that he signed on to play not the main character, who's known as Mr. Darcy. He's playing one of the the suitors, I guess, Mr. Collins. And um, I guess he's more of a silly character, which is why they wanted him to play. But um, you would imagine this guy would be one of the lead characters. That's kind of weird. It it is kind of weird. 
He's getting a lot of roles since Doctor Who got over. I'm just glad to see him being in something I can talk about on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. He's a good actor. I like his work. Um, I don't know much about Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Uh, I know a little bit, but nothing that makes me go, oh, my God, this needs to be a movie. What I know about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. It's uh, 1800s British society with zombies. Okay. I don't know if that's going to make a good movie. Yeah, and I'm reading some of the stuff here, and it says um, four years ago it was originally going to be produced by Natalie Portman and have her star in it. She dropped out, production stalled, and they went on to like every other young actress out there. And then they yep. all dropped out, and David O. Russell was attached to direct it too, but he dropped out. That's, well, not, that's not a good sign, Lou. No, it's not a good sign, but I don't trust David O. Russell anyway. He's attached to a lot of things and drops out. Yeah, he's known I, for that. At one point, he was supposed to do the Uncharted movie, and he walked off of that too. Yeah. Oh, man. That's another. Uh, that's for another show. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a, definitely that another show. Well, let's talk about this show. Let's talk about The Walking Dead. Uh, there's a new, some new cast portraits out there. There's some new cast portraits and a summary of kind of what what's expected for this upcoming season. Yeah. And they say that there is going to be... The motives of people of the Terminus will be revealed. There's going to be... The hopeful prospect of a cure going to D.C., uh, the fate of people we have lost, and new locations, new conflicts, and the story will break apart and intersect. Some people will find love. Some people will find hate. There will be peace. There will be conflict. There will be containment. There will be terror. And I, I, To which I say, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be another season say, of The so, Walking Dead. So the new season of Walking Dead. Yeah, I got it. Um. The only thing I would say that makes this season interesting is the last line on here. It says, um, after all they've seen and all they've done and all they've sacrificed, who do they become? And I hope we get a good good shot at character development here. And I don't want last season's, like, let's pick one character at a time and really tell their whole story. Right. I would like to just see people just transforming into who they're going to be for a while, you know? Is Rick going to be just absolutely batshit crazy and just stay that way? You know, like, I, I I have a lot of hope for this season. I have a lot of hope for this season as well, especially all the info we've seen and all the shots we've seen in trailers and stuff. It looks like there's a lot of potential, but my my big worry is, is that they're going to pull a season three again, and we're going to get the whole, like, uh... What's her name's character all over again? Um, um, crap. From Andrea? Or? Andrea, thank yeah. you. We're going to get the whole Andrea scenario over again where they're just going to be too afraid to just make make a character do something different. Yeah. Uh, so we have a lot of potential here. And I'm, the show's coming right around the corner, October 12th. I mean, that's less than a month away now. Yep. Um, man, that's exciting. But, like you said, there's there's speculation here. Like, we've seen the trailers. Like, we 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 have no idea what's going to happen. One minute they're in a they're in a trailer. The next minute they're fighting with these people. The next minute they're facing each other. Um, it's just it's very uh, 
It's it's very open to interpretation right now, and I'm excited, but I'm definitely nervous for this season. And I'm hoping, if history repeats itself, Lou, season one was great, two was amazing, three sucked, so they rebooted it, so four was good, maybe five will be amazing again. I'm hoping. <laughs> Let's hope so. Uh, I can tell you what is amazing, though. <sighs> Friggin' 2,000 zombies attacking a Spanish town. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to go to uh, Spain at the moment, but yeah. it's in, it's th- near Madrid, right? Yes, it's, it's a, a small town. Today. It's a small town outside of Madrid. So they t- and look, there's a lot of this going around where like live action zombie stuff. But this is kind of the most interesting one I've seen. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like they they literally got two thousand people to. Go around as zombies, if not more. So l- let's explain a little bit more in depth. There's yeah. a group called World Real Games, and they're based out of Madrid. And the guy in charge of it basically puts up what can be described as giant live-action zombie events. Yeah. And basically they've taken over a small town. I'm, I'm assuming that they rented the whole town or something. It seems like that's probably what happened. Yeah. And the idea is they released 2,000 people on the streets dressed up as zombies. And the participants in the game are given a passport and a do- an identifying handkerchief and a wallet full of fake money. That's so and awesome. The- <laughs> and the object is to stay alive. And you have to use the fake money to, like bribe guards to let you through areas and there's like military people trying to help you stay alive and things like that and the idea is on top of being an event it's also a scavenger hunt yeah so you're put up in a team and your team's goal is to try and find certain objects in the town yeah and you find clues to get to those objects too yeah how awesome is that it sounds crazy, and it makes me want to go to Spain. I know. Just for that, I would go there just for that. That's so cool. So picture this. Like, your your little tiny city gets overrun by zombies. They put you in a group with a few other people, and they say, find this. And, like, you've got to work together and try and find this stuff in, like, a whole small town full of zombies. Oh, my God. And, like, you got guards. Like you said, there's guards. Like, you can bribe them. And, uh, oh, man. And you got fake money. How cool is that? It just sounds like something we haven't seen. We've seen them like inside school buildings or sports arenas and things like that, but we've never heard of. Oh no, we just took over an entire town. Yeah, oh, and that's the best part. Like, so say you're a local there, right? You know all the small areas in the town. You know, like you can, you know where you're going. But imagine if you're not from there, no yeah. idea where you're going. Like you're just trying to find clues, and there's zombies all around. Not to mention, um, like they, they said, the frustrating thing is you could you could play this game and be infected and removed in five minutes, or you could yep. spend hours looking for clues and find nothing. Yep. It's not even just about the zombies. It's about trying to find those clues. Yep. But, oh, man. I, and like they say, it's good for the economy, too. Uh, well, I'm guessing that they had to rent out the entire town. Or it's at least specific locations in the entire town. So, I mean, it definitely would boost traffic in the town. 
Yeah, and they, they even said in one part of the article, like, the bars and restaurants, they, they increase their profits because everyone drinks heavily in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I, you know what? That's probably true. Yep. I, I mean, I know I would. But how mad would you be, Lou? How mad would you be if you're like, all right, I flew all the way to Spain. This is going to be so much fun. And then in 30 seconds, you're like, oh, I'm infected. Yeah, that would be that would be really obnoxious. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine that? Or like, would you even be more mad if you were like with a team that was looking for the same clue for like four hours? So it goes from what? Like, it's one full day, right? It starts at uh, the the plan was it starts at eleven o'clock at night on a Saturday, and it goes until Monday morning at seven a.m. That is a long time. That is one and a half days, isn't it? Yeah, and so that means you're going to have to sleep during this at some point or at least take a nap somewhere. Or grab so a you're going to have to find some place safe. Yeah. Oh man. Dude, that's that's intense. And like there's a video out there of it of all the people dressed up like zombies and it's And there is and the link we're going to put up in the show notes, there's also a link to the their YouTube account where they have all kinds of videos about uh, the event and what unfolded. So if you're interested, go there and take a look. I was interested, and I, I ended up watching a rabbit hole full of videos of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get up. Yep. It was a good time. It was really fun. But I, I really hope to see more stuff like that, and I want it around this area so I can go to one. You know, I'm not just talking about, like, you know, like, this, like, real-world games thing, like, <sighs> world-real games. But, like, none of these, like, zombie marches and stuff, those are cool, but I want something like this. You know, everywhere. Yes. That would be fun. Or even if you took, like, say you took, like, a um, a spot where you play laser tag, and one day you just made it, like, zombie day. You know what I mean? Yeah. How fun would that be? Um, I ha- I do know that they've done it at paintball fields. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that. There's one by us, right? Yes. Like, uh, what is it, Canopy or something like that? Something like that. But, yeah, they've they've done zombie stuff before. But paintballs hurt. <laughs> Yes, they do. Especially <laughs> right. if the guns aren't uh, properly maintained. Yeah, no, I've I've been stung a few times. I also got stung a little bit earlier when uh, we decided what we we're going to talk about this week. Yeah, uh, I'll take the blame for it. You take the blame for it, but this week's topic of the week is a little television show called Z Nation. I know you're out there. I can see you running, hiding. Killing, surviving. I've seen it all. Season tickets at the Zompocalypse. And I gotta tell you people, we've been getting our asses kicked. Well, today is the day that all that changes. That's right, I'm not just watching anymore. It's time to kick some zombie ass. This is Citizen Z broadcasting live via broadband, low band, VHF, UHF, Skynet. If you can get a signal, then you can find me, thanks to our friends at the NSA. Now, all I need is somebody, anybody, everybody to get back to me, because that's how it starts. If you're still alive, you're probably some kind of, some kind of genetically predisposed badass. And all we got to do is get organized, and the zombies don't stand a chance. Here's a little something for all you out there with 3,000 miles of bad road between you and home. I hope you can hear it. Z Nation, everybody. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and the sad part is, is the clip you just played is probably the best part of the entire, <laughs> the entire show, it and also, it's not even that good. <laughs> it's also a little weird. It was just like he went from army man to radio DJ very quickly, very yes. quickly. Um, so we talked a couple weeks ago about a show called Z Nation coming out, right? Well, First, we've talked about it a few times yeah. now. And we were like, hey, it's got a pretty good cast of characters. I mean, it's got potential. Like, the, the plot itself seemed pretty good. There's a guy, and there's always a guy that has the cure, right, on these shows nowadays? Yeah. Um, there's always a guy with a cure, and he, he needs to get from one end of the country to the other. I mean, it's not the most original plot, but at least it sounds like it'd be something that's interesting enough to, like, justify a season. Right. And that and like yeah, at least one season anyway. Yeah. But uh so it turns out <laughs> it, it it's it's very It might not be worth your time. Yeah. Which oh. I hate to say is what I said when it was announced. I was like, Oh wait, it's by asylum. It's probably not gonna be worth your time. Yeah. Apparently I might have been right. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing, I'll give it a fair chance. I'll watch a couple more episodes. The first one's available on Amazon and Hulu. Yeah. Um, if you have either one of those streaming accounts. And, um, oh, my God, I don't even know where to begin. So here I am. I'm watching this show, and I'm like, this could be good. This has got potential. And uh, the acting's a little rough, right? It, it is, but it, and, and it feels like a B-movie, which I think is really what they were going for. And that's okay. Yeah. I can handle the B-movie acting. The problem is, is it's below B movie acting with certain actors. True, and like the biggest problem, like I guess that's the best way to put it. Like it does feel like a B movie, and uh, it is, but uh, you're not expecting that kind of stuff from a zombie TV show. And maybe it's because I'm so Walking Dead lately that like when people start to make some sort of off color joke in the middle of it, I'm kind of like, oh, it's like you're trying to be Zombieland, but you're not at all Zombieland. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Ah, man. Like, and who uses the word zombie in a TV show? Like, you can't use that word, Lou. You can to (laughs) an extent. But the problem is, is they call them Zs. They don't even call them zombies. They're like, the Zs are out there. You know, like, what? Yeah. Well, here's the other problem. Like, one of the guys at one point said, don't you leave me here because I will turn into a zombie and bite your brains. And I'm like, you can't say that. That's not how this works. It turns it's, out he's got a cure anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so we, like, we started the show out, and it's, it's pretty intense, right? You got a guy, you know, Operation the, Bite Me or whatever it is. Well, it, 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 I mean, it drops you right into the middle. You're what seems to be the lead actor, Hammond, is some kind of military guy, and him and whoever he's working with are trying to rescue scientists that are working on a vaccine and they're running through a corridor and they're shooting zombies and then they get behind a barred gate right yeah and they close the gate and they lock the gate and they proceed to start shooting at the zombies my whole thought at that point was you have a knife don't you can't you just stick yeah, them start stabbing them i was like yeah. and then instead they just kind of let the zombies keep piling up at the gate and i'm like no 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 you reach out and you kill the zombies and then they go away and instead uh-huh. he goes no no no, you cover the gate i have to go rescue the scientists and he runs down the hall and i was like 
Oh, come on. It's funny, too, because usually you, you'd say something like, you go, I got this. And this guy's like, you stay here, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You're supposed to be the hero. Like You're supposed to be like, go, get the others, I'll hold them off. And you're like, hey, you could do this. I'm out. See you later. Um, so, yeah, but that's the funny thing. It's like, so that's the very beginning. And these people are just, they got prisoners, right? Yep, and, uh, it's it's a military, it's a naval military prison. Now it's prison. in Portsmouth. They're not talking about little old. Yes, Portsmouth. they are. Portsmouth, New Hampshire, huh? Yes, they are. My stomping grounds. Uh, the problem is, is I'm pretty sure there is not a naval prison in there Portsmouth, is not, sir. There's a naval <laughs> shipyard, but there's. I no know prison. that there is a naval shipyard, and mm-hmm. I know that there is a naval base, but I did not. Uh, as far as I knew, there was no prison. You know, we'll just roll with it for now. You know, yeah. Just because it's local, right? And it does not look anything like Portsmouth there, by the way. No, it does not. Um, so, but the funny thing is, so like I'm watching, I'm like no. No, that's like 10 minutes from my house. Don't even start with me. <laughs> this is not how it looks over here. But uh, so, yeah, you're watching it and you're like, okay, well, he's trying to rescue the scientist. They're trying to find a cure. They got three prisoners strapped up and they go crazy and die from this cure that they're supposedly using. And then you kind of have a feeling that this last guy, you know, you kind of get the feeling that he's going to be the cure. And uh, I thought it was very clever the way they did it. Because I really thought maybe there was no cure and he was dead. Yes. You know, and they come back and they find him alive. Like, I, I thought that was clever. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I thought part of the problem, I thought what they might do was make Hammond be the cure. Ah, yes. Well, that's what I thought. Didn't. I thought that that's what they were going to do. Because the, they give the last guy, his name is Murphy, they give him the last cure, and uh, the last shot of the vaccine, and... It doesn't look like it's working, and they grab the scientists, they run out the door, and you watch, like, eight zombies jump on top of him. And you're like, well, oh, yeah. he's well, dead. Let's, let's rewind, like, 30 seconds, because before that, the way the zombies got in was one of the zombies knocked on the door. Yeah. And it was, it was like, he was like, you, you just hear, and he's like, oh, that's so-and-so. And then he opens the door, and he's a zombie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that 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 was weak point number one. Yeah. The only thing I could think of is maybe he hadn't turned at that point. Maybe could he be. was knocking to tell them that they needed to leave. Yeah, and I see you trying to justify it, but at the same time, I'm like, come on. But at the same time, I was come like, on. yeah, no. Half your face is zombie and half of it's not. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, so basically, like Lou was saying, though, like, they, they leave, and uh, Hammond there, he goes... All right, if you're if I'm not back in two minutes, leave without me. And then he comes back, and all of a sudden, the, that's when the screen kind of fades, and yep. uh, you you don't know what's going on from there. But then it cuts to a year later. Yeah, and he's got this guy that you thought died, and he's got him with him. So right then, you're like, oh, looks like he's got the cure. You know. Well, well, let's jump to our other two characters oh, that are, seem to be leads. We have. Uh, Garnet, who is played by Tom Everett Scott, who you should know. He has been in all kinds of things. He's a pretty um, good actor for the most part, too. Yep. I was really surprised when he was originally announced to be in this because it seems a little beneath his pay level. Right. But, but I was like, okay. And it's him and a- another woman who basically are leftovers from the National Guard. And they've started a community. Yes. And it begins by showing, like, an elderly person that's part of the community. She's going to die, and they're going to do her a mercy. 
And so one of them takes one bullet and they stay with her and everybody sings her a song like she's having a birthday party and then they leave and then you hear bang. Yeah. And can I also say, have we not learned that putting a pillow over somebody's face and pulling the trigger does not work? (laughs) What is the purpose of that? It doesn't really quiet it down much, does it? No, it does not. (laughs) Uh, And so... Yeah. And so she gets done shooting this guy, and then Tom Everett Scott calls her and says, "Uh, I have people approaching. Um, I need backup. And so she runs over, and there's our, our... Hammond and Murphy are two characters from earlier in a canoe str- rowing down the river and they asking for help. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, yeah. So like, obviously you have the, the whole like, Oh, are you really a, you know, whatever. So like that whole scene where you could have just skipped two minutes of the show because they right. kind of talk to each other. And then, um, why, why hold on to some info? For a while, about a guy that's got the cure. Like, basically, you're saying it's very important that I get this man to California. Right? Right. But why wouldn't you, right from the very beginning, go, hey, he's got the cure? Like, then people start to take you seriously right away, right? But you you always wait for that moment, like, where it was like an hour later, and he's like, I'm going to lift up my shirt and show you these zombie bites. Right. And, and, like, and, oh. and I can understand them maybe being hesitant at right. first. Right. But then. At some point, he really has to do it, but they take forever yeah. for him to go, yeah, he's the cure. But the whole time, us as viewers know he's the cure because we're like, there's no way you survive that unless you are the cure. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. It's a little – it'll. That, that, I, I was starting to get bugged by things right around then, um, which is sad because I really wanted to watch it and enjoy it. But and like I like the cast. It has that DJ Qualls guy as one of the. Um, that's he another. Is, yeah. He is a, a NSA operative that gives Hammond his orders to rescue Murphy and transport him to California. And he's somewhere in the in like Antarctica. It looks, it looks like he's either in Antarctica or like somewhere up in Alaska. He's supposed to be. Uh, they name the name of like the station he's supposed to be at, and I think it's actually a real place. Northern Lights, yeah. The Northern Lights. I'm pretty sure it's a real place. I don't know if there's a military station there, so it makes sense that like maybe they got went up there to uh, stay away from the zombies so that they have somebody to. Yeah. distribute information so it makes sense right right um but yeah he's a he's a good actor he's in a lot of stuff and he's uh yeah he's, he's okay in this he's okay in this it's it's a little weird but uh he's okay i guess but, uh, uh, he's very tropey he's full of every little trope like i'm the geeky guy that's trapped in a isolated station and seems like i'm going a little stir crazy yeah, yeah, and like, so he at one point he was talking to what looked like his girlfriend, right? Yes. She's got to be dead, right? That was just a recording, so. Yes, and he's answering the com- parts of the conversation he has recorded, like he's talking to her, and then he pauses it. And you're like, yeah, that's not the sign of a sane person. No, not at all. And he's, <laughs> he's asking her questions, like, how's so-and-so, and then she answers. It's like, okay. Um, yeah, we gotta we got to be careful with this guy. But um, yeah, so he's kind of leading them from a faraway place, and, and so let me just tell you. So these guys, they all kind of meet up and band together. Then you also have these couple of misfit kids who are meeting on the side of the road with some weapons dealers. 
Yes. Like, okay. And he keeps talking about Z's, 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 like, kill Z's, kill this. I'm like, that's a little weird. Um, I, I was okay with that because I can kind of imagine that happening. You know, like, people, like, selling you weapons and ammo and stuff during the apocalypse. You can kind of feel that, can't yeah, you? Yeah, you can see that, like, you know, that somebody's got to distribute the weapons and somebody's got to be making some kind of profit, you know. It makes sense. Yeah, we'll always do that at some point, you know, during a zombie apocalypse. But So, that we meet those characters who are supposedly, they, they, they just seem so badass, you know. You know, zombies coming up behind one of them and he goes, Hey, behind you, all casual-like. He's like, you all right? That was a little close. And she's like, yeah, it was. And you're like, really? What are you guys, the two most badass people in the world right now? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they end up all meeting up together. And the well, thing... Yeah, go ahead. I, 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 I want to make note of the second thing that drove me crazy about this. Go ahead. Is so our two ca- uh, National Guard people agree to transport Hammond and... Murphy to their location where they're supposed to meet up with a military patrol. And they drive away, and the rest of the town, the guy that seems like he's in charge of the town, is like, go, but if anything happens, come back right away. Right, Need the truck. They're like, okay, makes, I see where it's going. And then, like, five minutes later, he is down by the river where their boat was, and now the river is full of hundreds of bodies. Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. These weren't here five minutes ago. Oh, man. It was so weird. It was so weird. And, like, so, oh, yeah. And so, like, the whole camp gets blown up. So these guys are on the move, right? And the, they all meet up together. Everything gets overrun, whatever. Um, I'm a little... So they find – I can't remember now, but I just watched it too. Like they find a baby, right? Yes. They so, find a baby when they get to the military base. Yeah. So they find this military base. They they kind of sort out what they're going to do. And here's – here is where I just said I can't do it. And I think the way you described it was uh, Sharknado. Yes. Where you took – Well, a, it's done by the same company that does Sharknado. So – Every time they did something really bad, I went, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. Well, so you got this baby, and this guy's trying to protect this baby, Tom Everett Scott's character. And somehow, at one point, the baby turns, okay? They never explain. They never show. No, nope, it just d- turns. It just turns out of the clear blue. No zombie got near it. Uh, his character just spent the last 10 minutes killing zombies to protect the baby. And you're like, wow, this is actually kind of awesome. He's killing all these zombies. This is kind of, yeah. wow, it's starting to make me like it again. And it then gave it, me, it gave me a Tyrese from The Walking Dead moment where he went with that hammer and he was just like, boom, 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 like all pissed off. And, and, and I won't lie, most of the special effects until this point, kind of lame. Yeah, they but were. The, but but him killing those zombies, I was like, wow, uh, they're doing a really good job with the special effects here. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, and I'm kind of I'm digging it. I'm like, oh, cool. And then you hear the baby turn, right? And you're like, oh, now they're gonna have to kill the baby. No, wait, the baby leaps. <laughs> it friggin' leaps out of its friggin' little car seat thing that it was in, and it just scatters away. And I'm like, no, 
No. It's, it's like an alien from no. Aliens. That is, yeah, the face huggers. <laughs> oh my god, no. That did not just happen, right? So you're like, no. The, the, right then, like, dude, when this baby turns and then a second later, it's a ba- it's an infant. I'm not even talking toddler. This thing's an infant. Yeah. And it turns into a zombie, which they don't explain, and then, boom, it just takes off. And I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this. And so the, the worst part is, is afterwards, the baby runs off, and they all run out of the building, and everybody goes, where's the baby? And he goes, uh, not a baby anymore. It's yeah. a zombie. And you can hear it in the room that they've locked it in. Yeah. And they debate whether or not they should go back in and kill it. And well, I'm like, no, no, no. It's all about mercy, too. Like they, like, they keep talking about mercy. Like, I'll give you mercy whenever they kill someone. It's a little weird. And, well, and the other thing is, is they so, they're like, someone has to go in and kill it. And I'm like, no, they don't. If it, it, like, okay, it's cheesy that the zombie, the baby turned into like a face hugger. Yeah. But you see a, a baby turn into like a face hugger, you don't go, oh, somebody's got to go in there and kill it. Yeah, you No, can. you go, you go, no, let's close the door, forget <laughs> about it, and let's get in our trucks and go away. We got to go. Like, because like, you saw that thing skitter away, there's no way you're killing it. Get out of here. Just go. Just go. Ah, yeah. oh, man. So, obviously, so the, the big surprise for me was Hammond. Um, Volunteers to go back in. Yeah, Harold Perot. What, what, what is his name? Uh, 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 Harold Perino. Perino. Michael Who you should Lost. know because he played uh, – he was on Lost. Yeah, Michael And every Lost. time he was on camera, I kept waiting him to go, Walt, where yeah. are you, Walt? <laughs> Walt. Walt. Um, yeah, so he's on the show. Or he's he's on the show, and he's he's pretty much the main character the whole he's, time. He's pretty much the main character. The all of the publicity for the show is said that him and Tom Everett Scott are the leads, right? Yeah. E- everything we've seen thus far has been like, yep, it's their show. They're the leads. It's their show. It's the leads. Yeah, and then, and uh, uh, the baby kills him. <laughs> the baby kills him. What? <laughs> what just happened? Seriously, what just happened? So, like, this baby, he finds another zombie and he tries to fight her off, but, you know, he gets overtaken by the baby, of course. And, uh. In all honesty, I don't think. I think that this pilot may have been edited afterwards. Maybe. Because yeah. he has been cast in Constantine as one of the lead characters on that show, and that was. That casting and filming was going on at the same time this Uh, pilot was filmed. So I think his character may have survived in the original pilot. And I think that when he got the Constantine role, he said, peace out. Uh, This this show is crap. And moved on. Yeah, because he's he's a big part of that Constantine, right? Yes. So maybe. Maybe they were just like, oh, well, you don't have time for our show. So can um, you reshoot a scene where we kill you? Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. With a baby? What? <laughs> Seriously? Oh, man. So- and the, and the, the other thing, too, I want to say is the baby serves zero purpose. I think it's there to make fun of The Walking Dead. It seems that way, doesn't it? it, it it's like uh, it, as soon as the baby shows up, everybody is like, kill the baby. Leave the baby. Kill the baby. Leave the baby. Except for like. Tom one Evan character, Scott, yeah, yeah, and everybody's, yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, 
uh, no, we need to protect the baby. And you're like, why do I feel like they're making fun of The Walking Dead? They are. <laughs> uh, it actually, it does seem that way, doesn't it? Mm. I, uh, yes. There's only, I, I don't know. It just bugged me. Like From that point on, I was like, I can't watch it. Like You just took it. It was almost to the point where it was bearable to watch. And I was like, maybe I'll watch a few more episodes and see kind of where it goes. And then that baby thing happened. And I was like, what? Over the top. Why? I don't know, man. I don't know. I if if you were gonna try, like, hey, would you recommend this to anyone? No, no, I can't. And so all of our main characters get in their vehicles, and they decide that they gotta go to California without Hammond. Yeah, because Tom Everett Scott's character there, um, the because DJ Qual's character there, the 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 North North Star, whatever his name is, he he kind of radios in on the dead man's walkie-talkie, and. Um, you know they have to decide whether they're gonna they're gonna go to California or not. And Garnett, that's his name, right? Garnett. Yes. He was like, "Yeah, I, I'm in charge, so let's go." But what scares me is if you look at IMDb, he's only listed in there for two episodes. Yep, a lot of them are. Even the guy that's supposedly the cure, he's listed for two episodes. Yeah, it's a it's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know what's going on, really, but whatever. Um, it's, it's I kind of want to watch one more episode just to see if any characters die. Yes. Know? But that's that's pretty much all I got. I mean, I'm like the one character that's listed on IMDb as one in that, ev- every, in every episode is the guy that they just picked up at the very end. Yeah, at one point there's a dude up on a roof with a sniper rifle, and he saves them. And then when they're driving away, he happens to be walking alongside the road. And they're like, you need a lift? And he hops in the back of the truck. And I was like, okay. Oh, and they also rescue a woman who locked herself in a cage. For two days, yeah. For two days to get away from the zombies. And that's our cast of characters. That's our cast of characters. Oh, and the old guy, Doc. He's, uh, who is he? He's, uh... He's, he's the most interesting of all of the characters and seems to be the one with the most personality. I'm okay with him. But he seems very Herschel-esque to me, too. Yes. I mean, he's got the hair. He's got everything, man. It just seems just like Herschel. It's almost like they took a couple characters straight from The Walking Dead. Oh, I don't know, Lou. Uh, this was a bad idea. It, it, it was a bad idea, but at least we watched it together. Yeah, I so know, We right? could talk about it. Yeah, because if I just watched this on my own, I would have been like, What? <laughs> I just wasted 45 minutes of my time. But seriously, guys, if you're out there listening, go ahead and give it a shot. I mean, it's not anything great. You're not going to enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but, may, I mean, you'll probably, just like us, you'll probably at some point say, sure, until the very end, you know? But, ugh, I don't know. On a one of five, Lou, what do you give it? About a three. I've yeah, seen worse. I have two, but I still give this thing like a two. Ah, man. Well, I have to get Ryan's take on it when he gets back on the show. But um, what I'm hoping that he did is I hope he ordered all of his um, his groomsmen a, a, a zombie present and got him, got them some T-shirts from SlashLoot.com. Lou, what do you know about these T-shirts? They come in ash gray, black, and white. Yes, ash gray. Thank you. All sorts of sizes, guys. Adults, women's, men's, talls. 
toddlers, youth. You you could be the coolest parent in town. Give your kid a walk a walking dead. <laughs> Zombies ate my podcast t shirt. That's what I'm talking about. Slash loot.com. Search for Zombies Ate My Podcast under the podcast section of the t shirts and support the show. I think it's about time to get out of here, Lou. What do you think? Uh, I think it is. All right. Well, if you guys have any questions for us, you can go ahead and email those over at info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Uh, we can also follow us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast. You can follow me individually at, at Bobbert F. I can't even do my own. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord, and Ryan is at R. Murphy. Go ahead and send him your congratulations on getting married. And uh, you can also go to the Facebook page at facebook.com slash zombies ate my podcast. Uh, visit the website, zombies ate my podcast.com, where Lou puts up all the great links and awesome stuff. And uh, we'll give a little shout out to uh, the one and only Joel Duggan for the amazing artwork on our iTunes logo and our t shirt. You can go find his work at uh, how Ryan says it, a Joel Duggan. A dot com. <laughs> a dot com. Lou, do you got anything for the people before we get out of here? I do not. It's been a pretty uneventful week, especially with everybody being sick. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not fun. I'm not a fan of being sick. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back with all of us. And uh, we got some special stuff lined up, don't we? Yes, we do. So uh, stay tuned for that little teaser. Little teaser for the end. I hope I got it. Incoming bad zombie what? joke. Uh, uh, uh. Alright, Lou, you ready? I'm ready. I got a joke here for you. <clears throat> what does a zombie get when he comes home late for dinner? I don't know. <laughs> a cold shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Alright, guys, you know what? We need your help with some zombie jokes. <laughs> Yes, bad. we do. These are getting real bad. Ah, oh, man, Z Nation, I tell you. Oh man, I'm glad we watched it because it was fun to talk about. But, whew.